Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roundtable, coming to you live from Beijing. I'm He Young. Good as always to have you join us. The fairy tale of unicorn companies has taken a twist. Those former investment darlings are facing dramatic busts, filing for bankruptcy or closing shop. Today, we'll dive into why these once promising companies are running out of steam and why investors are becoming more discerning and less inclined to fund promise. And is it the、uh, is this the end of unicorn mania, or are we witnessing a plunge into their own abyss? What else do we have lined up for you? Antarctica adventure is on the rise, but is the a frozen wonderland ready for the surge? We will serve up the frosty details for today's program. I'm joined by Neil Holin and Brandon Yates in the studio. First on today's show. Over a decade ago, being a unicorn startup was an aspirational maker or marker of success in Silicon Valley. They seemed to have everything: more than a billion U.S. dollar valuations, millions of users, cool brands, and charismatic bosses. But as it turns out, they are short of one thing: a path to high profits. In the last six months, the wave of once prominent tech unicorns in the U.S. has experienced Dramatic busts, filing for bankruptcy, or shutting down. The term unicorn was adopted in 2013 by the venture capitalist Eileen Lee, and was meant to denote the fact that a startup that crossed that one billion dollar threshold was extremely rare. No other concept so neatly embodied the magical thinking that fueled sky-high valuations that were based not on real revenue or profit, but simply on a company's ability. To keep growing, so friends, let's count the bodies. The slew of tech unicorns that share one obituary of tech corpses or tech uni corpses, if I may <laughs> say that, in 2023. Ah,、oh, this is actually a very sad story to list all the companies that have been, you know, the unicorn company that has attracted all the attentions and had all the investment, and now we see the failing of a not one or two, a slew of these tech unicorns. To start with, we have WeWork, which we've talked about on Roundtable. They previously,、uh, it was previously valued at 49 billion US dollars、yeah. on Ravel. Due to financial mismanagement, while Olive AI, a healthcare startup with 852 million US dollars in funding, failed for filed for bankruptcy, and Convoy, a freight logistics unicorn valued at 3.8 billion, shut down after 18 months of cost-cutting, failed to attract buyer or additional funding, and of course, it has something to do with the fact that the supply chain is not as smooth as previously,、mm. leading to the fact. That they cannot actually assemble a、uh, freight car as smoothly and fast as previously, and this leads to all these,、um, I would say, less confidence、mm-hmm. in the company. And then we have the prominent U.S. electric. Bus unicorn Portera, often dubbed as Tesla's buses, faced a tragic fate this year as well. And then there's Vive, a home construction startup, and also a biological or、oh, biotechnical、um, technology industry star unicorn, such as the antibiotic company. 
Navri uh, Nabriva, and also the Goldfinch, which is a therapeutics biotech company. They have also declared bankruptcy in the、mm. past year. Whenever I hear these numbers and stories, I always think of. You know, people in the headlines always read about you know the billionaires that are not succeeding or you know、uh, mismanagement and that sort of thing. But a lot of the figures that aren't represented, I think, in the media are just like the mid-level people that all of a sudden lose their jobs overnight, people that lose their savings overnight. So as tragic as these stories are, and you know how much it's affecting Silicon Valley,、um, I always just think about the people that are employees. You know, just your. Your mid-level,、uh, you know, men and women that are all of a sudden out of the job and you know facing really difficult circumstances. So, I think that's probably one of the saddest elements of these unicorn companies failing is that it's probably leading to hundreds of thousands of people having to just re-evaluate their lives,、um, which is really tragic. You're definitely not wrong because the New York Times has reported that approximately three thousand and two hundred private venture、uh, backed U.S. companies have gone out、mm. of business in the current year of. 2023, raising around 30 or 27、uh, billion U.S. dollars in venture funding, and the losses are expected to be more significant than usual due to the substantial cash invested over the past decade.、Mm-hmm. And yes, yes, and also there's this is showing a lot of the recent happenings of different industries because everything that Yoholin has just mentioned to us, they represent the tech unicorn in that specific industry.、Mm-hmm. We've talked about,、um, you know. Healthcare,、uh, about new innovations and in different kinds of medical care, medicines,、um, home construction. We work is like you know the way we work, and so many people <laughs>、yeah. are working from home now around the world, and it's been a struggle to get the American workers back into the workplace,、yeah. etc. So, a lot of that is happening. Also, if I may just offer a, the latest chip. Of the puzzle,、um, which is very confusing,、uh, that is the electric scooter startup Bird, one of the, those pre-pandemic unicorn companies that didn't take long to be worth one billion U.S. dollars and up, filed for bankruptcy just a week、oh. ago, and this is the latest heavy blow on the micro mobility industry.、Yeah. You know, because with the、uh, e-scooters. All around the world, basically, it's that one last mile that you want to go to、mm. uh, from A to B, and then、uh, that was a really good supplement of、uh, transport, but not really happening in a lot of places anymore. Maybe something that needs to be looked at is how these companies are valued, because it does seem like, like you said, a lot of companies do reach this billion-dollar valuation sometimes very rapidly, and it seems like people jump the gun in terms of what. These companies can actually provide, and how far they are to, how, well, how close they are to achieving their their set out、mm-hmm. goals.、Um, so I think that's something that needs to be looked at: is maybe too many companies are being, you know. Spoken about too highly, too quickly. Yeah, well, that is actually that. That is a good question, but also. These venture capitalists or an- angel investors or you know people with a lot of money in their bank account to,、uh, or actually a lot of it is borrowed to throw <laughs> into yeah、borrowed. yeah yeah in in these、uh, new startups. Then these aren't stupid people. So、no. I think there are a lot of things that we need to get into to figure out what's actually. Been happening, and、mm. the shocking truth is that many, many tech unicorns never turned a profit ever. And remember the golden days for tech unicorns. What prompted them up with those investments on steroids in the first place? And it's not that long time ago. Let's just、yeah. go back. 
less than two decades, and then、yeah. we'll know what happens. <laughs> Because it was a promising future, a bright picture that's been painted for、mm. a lot of the people with the money, or let's call them the capitalists. Because if you take a look at the time from 2012 to 2022, investment in private U.S. startups ballooned eightfold to 340 billion U.S. dollars, and investors agreed to commit to a certain dollar amount of funding to these startup companies to help it get off, to help it grow, and. When it comes to、um, Brendan's previous point of how much the company actually values,、mm. that is actually a valid question because the value is all on the paper, and there is no guarantee the company will ever be worth、It's、that amount. It's、yeah. a projection because the valuation is calculated by how much an investor pays for a stake. And for example, if a ten percent stake is at one hundred million U.S. dollars, would value a company at one billion U.S. dollars. So it's a little bit of calculation, a little bit of math, and a little bit, well, a lot of faith and confidence and speculation. And, and I think and that could also be something that's maybe a little bit risky. Is that like, like you said, these people are smart, but I think something that's a little bit worrying is that you have a lot of smart people speculating. And I think that speculation takes intelligence out of the the playbook because anything can happen、um, because they are basing their investments on what they hope these companies can achieve.、Mm, but also the speculation. Ah,、oh, this is a tricky, tricky little game called <laughs> capital.、Mm. So often it's a game of musical chairs. The smart ones get in early. They get their dough, and it's just who's left. Swimming naked when the tide has rescinded, and that's why these companies reach these valuations so quickly because you've got people with a lot of money jumping in with that money so early on. Well, and also there are a lot else that are going on. What gives rise to the tech unicorns of this bash that we're talking about? Well, the U.S. stock market was still struggling after the 2008 financial collapse, and startup founders increasingly chose to stay private instead of going public and listing on the stock exchange,、mm -hmm. accepting big checks from venture capital firms that offered favorable terms without the price volatility. Of stock trading, so it made a lot of sense for these companies as well. And then,、um, given the wider situation, well,、um, a, a lot of this influx of money that went into the tech industry over the past decade was fueled by ultra low interest rates、mm. and successes on social media and, of course, mobile. So it sounds like there's a lot of incentives that are offered to the super rich investors, and it seems like a lot of them are relatively well protected in terms of getting back what they invest. And it seems like the companies themselves are taking on a lot more risk than investors.、Uh, it's I am okay. You can go first. Yeah, I feel、yeah. like when it comes to、uh, the capitalists trying really hard to find the real unicorn, the、mm. one that can grow super big, they're they're not doing it just because they're not smart enough or they're not doing enough research or investment. It's more like、um, there are certain very successful cases,、yes. and there's of course always the Facebook, Google, and Amazon, and there's also 
Airbnb and Uber that have shaken up long-standing industries dependent on deep-pocketed investors. Yeah. And a lot of those companies have see- also created other companies that are kind of based on what they did initially. So it's it's, it's had like a knock-on effect for, and created more success for other companies. Yeah, so on one hand, you see these companies trying to keep the unicorn companies to to go, to continue to grow no matter what, and you invest and invest and invest. On the other hand, you also have a little bit of FOMO. You do not want to yes. miss the next Facebook. Who mm. want to miss the next Facebook? So I don't think they are not rational. But maybe that's where the risk factor comes in because they are so scared of missing out. Maybe they don't take the time to potentially analyze a company as well as they should, which which makes sense because, like you said, they don't want to miss out. They do want to be first in line in terms of finding the next great company. But I think with that does come quite a significant amount of risk. And I think sometimes a lot of corners are cut in order to jump that line. Well, the thing is, for venture capitalists, I don't necessarily think that they're looking to build the next great company. They're in for... Yeah, the Mm. return. So also it depends on how early do you get in and when do you get out? And also things such as, um, and this is more of a Silicon Valley uh, mentality that might have spread all over the world to some extent, that is a mentality of growth at all costs. Mm. And then it helped companies like Google, Facebook, Amazon to become dominant firms as they are today. So for, for years... Or actually, it's only the last two decades. Yeah. When, when It's not that long time ago no. when you think about it. And um, so it's almost like, you know, some of these deep-pocketed uh, investors or rounds and rounds of investors or firms, they look at maybe there is growth and maybe there is a future. And when your company name becomes a verb, it's probably <laughs> only time before it becomes a money machine. And that kind of mentality didn't used to prevail the way it does in yeah. today's world. And I wonder, what does that say about, of course, venture capital, but I, I don't really have very high moral ideals associated with them. Sorry, not sorry at all. But <laughs> it's more like, you know, just this world we live in. And then there's almost like zero patience for I don't know, something substantial. Mm. And then, especially in this world that we're talking about, and, well, none of us, the, the three of us in this room, really have that much to do with mm. it, especially it's like oh, when you're talking about vast well, amounts of money. we all use their products, but yeah, we're not involved in their growth. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so there's something <laughs> I can relate to yeah. in, in that sense. But but yes, it's just, you know, we're talking about dollars with the billion B um, yeah. uh, associated with it. And uh, and, and in, in this world, it just seems like money is just uh, numbers on a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, but and I think the tricky thing with that as well, the focus on return, and profits is that, like you said, they're not necessarily determined to build sustainable long-term companies that can grow and create success for you know your average person. And I think that's the issue is that you've got these super rich people who understandably want to use their money to make more money and make themselves richer. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not a big fan of that, but you know, I can't put myself in their shoes. I've never had a billion dollars, so I don't know what their mentality is like. <laughs> but the problem when you have that mentality is that when you're not focused on growth and sustainability, creates opportunities for people that might not necessarily be sustainable that don't have that amount of money. So all of a sudden, you've got somebody that joins one of these companies as a marketing manager, and after one year, it files for bankruptcy. So it does affect a a lot of people 
that don't have that level of money and i think that's the 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 area that needs to be looked at is that there needs to be more emphasis on sustainability, I think, as opposed to quick profits. Well, I understand that the reason we are being a little bit um, not as optimistic as usual is because we are definitely trying to analyze the reason behind all these failure stories and how come these money are just, you know, like bubbles in the air and poof, they disappear. But actually, the fact that there are these uh, growing number of unicorn companies, Mm -hmm. not only in the United States, but in China, in India, in other Mm -hmm. parts of the world, actually, this is a relatively mature business model. And if we can, maybe we can't, uh, based on just these 30-minute show, but if we can find out certain problems, certain challenges they face, and certain pitfall that they fail that leads to the failure, Mm. maybe we can help the world become a better place. We can look at the successful ones too, because those it seems like those companies, look, I'm sure they are placing a huge amount of emphasis on return, but it sounds like they're also doing something that makes them sustainable. Of course, and the global unicorn hierarchy is dominated by Beijing-based ByteDance at 200 billion US dollars, followed by SpaceX and Ant Group and new entries this year or in the last couple of years include Xi'an, Xi'an, mm-hmm. WeBank and Telegram. And uh, yeah, they kind of show there are these dynamic shifts in unicorn valuations. But certainly this is one of those noticeable trend this year about well, the way I'm going to uh, name the topic of today's discussion is instead of the death of tech unicorns, <laughs> period, the death of tech unicorns, question mark. Mm. And also, I want to ask you guys, um, you know, given all the things we've talked about, uh, is any of it sustainable? Perhaps mm. this drop of unicorn companies is a harsh dose of rationality that is much needed in this uh, environment that rewards big promises and falls prey to hype. And uh, yeah, what what do you think drove all of these uh, tech unicorns to the ground? I mean, I think just going back to what you mentioned about sustainability, and I've also been emphasizing sustainability, I think it is something that's quite tricky to foresee, because I think that a lot of these companies have to project what people might potentially want and what they could use for a sustained period of time. So I think, you know, obviously a lot of the um, responsibility falls on the company itself and the billion dollar investors, like we've mentioned. But can they ever really know if their products, they might have the best product in the world, but how do they know that it's going to be something that large amounts of people will want to use on a, uh, you know, a long-term basis? I think it's quite a tricky thing for them to manage as well you know i guess we have to cut them a little bit of slack because they have to project whether their product is actually going to take off or not because there are a lot of amazing companies and products that just don't go anywhere for Mm. for whatever reason it doesn't you know people don't respond to it or you know something better comes along so there is a market element to it that doesn't fall on the shoulders of the companies and the investors, but a lot of it has to do with just the preferences of potential customers. On top of that, we get to see that when you are creating a beautiful story to attract <laughs> investment, you need a great idea, innovative yes. idea, you need a great product, you need, well, 
you need to know how to sell that product as exactly. well. Exactly, you huge. need the ability to tell a good story, but that is only the initial start. After that, you need to have the ability to focus on sustainable growth.、Mm-hmm. You need to find a way to diversify your re- re- revenue stream. You need to continue being able to make your story larger and more appealing. And to listen to your customers and find out what、customers. they want on a regular basis. And in the meantime, if you are doing actually manufacturing a business, if you are creating or let's say、um, trying to come up with the next. Star product、mm. in your company, you have to consider the situation. Not only what the market is doing, but also maybe you need to even consider the factory. How's、mm. the factory doing? So、yeah. there are a lot of elements when、That's、you actually want to maintain. I will never start a company. <laughs> and <laughs> just and, and, and the failures, like, you know, we, we you asked what potentially led to some of these failures. I think、mm. a lot of it has to do with、um, poor, poor investment decisions,、um, over evaluation. Um, about what potential these companies and products have, and also just you know sometimes bad luck. You know、yeah. sometimes they might have a great product and it just doesn't take off, or they didn't sell it properly. So or met a perfect storm. Yeah, so yeah. I think there's a variety of factors that lead to failures.、Um, some、yeah. of it is due to bad luck, but some of it's also due to、um, mismanagement as well. Yes, definitely that, and also it could be just a subject of pragmatic choices of、mm. today. Because if you see your company is just not doing well, is bleeding, hemorrhaging, and your product some Isn't picking up, then maybe it's just best to、Half、close up. Yeah, yeah, and and and、uh, or before it goes into what's called liquidation, zo- zombie. Oh, oh right, <laughs> a zombie、uh, state. Yeah, that is, you know, it might survive, but but it's super challenging to secure additional funding、yes. for growth, and then that lingering limbo situation is not great.、Hmm. So that's、uh, one of the reasons. And do you think there is a cautionary tale to be told? Do you? Think that、um, the parties involved will actually learn a lesson, and also just to offer a, a little bit of a supporting point to what you guys said earlier. Don't forget, it's not just、um, the, the 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 middle level people or the grassroots level employees that are losing out because they're probably laid off, but also you know investors.、Mm. Yeah, because, but I mean they're so rich anyway. <laughs> a lot of them. Well, yeah, you know, but, so. but but if you're、uh, talking about let's say a company like WeWork or oh. Oh, a lot of them actually have uh, uh, gone public, yes, right, and therefore、right. you've got you know the the, the little ones、yeah. who are losing out on it, potentially、well. losing life savings, and、oh, so, yeah. So never you know just bank on one company、yeah. uh, when it comes to <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Sorry, so so my question is, you know, the cautionary tale or possible lessons to be learned here. Is it going to happen? I guess the cautionary tale should fall mostly on potential investors, like you said, that are at that mid level. You know, so do your due diligence、um, and tr- maybe diversify your portfolio, and don't just bank on one company or product to really take off. I think. You know, manage your risks. I would say that would probably be the best advice to give to investors that are, you know, mid-level、uh, earners. Yeah, and another thing I think has something to do with the current trend globally, the economic environment.、Mm. If we are looking at certain companies here <laughs> in China, due to the great development of live stream platforms and stuff, actually a lot of、um, even food and snack companies have taken on that horse and started to. Do a lot of strategic adjustments to advertise their product, and they have achieved a quite good results. And all that showed us that learn about the 
bigger environment, understand the bigger picture,、mm. understand that sometimes the supply chain might not be as stable. Sometimes after a certain period of time, maybe working in healthcare is not going to be as favorable as a couple of years ago. All that is also quite important, and I think that's what many capitalists are looking at as well. Yeah,、mm-hmm. certainly focus on sustainable growth.、Mm. I think you guys mentioned that,、mm-hmm. and also tech startups can learn from the challenges faced by their predecessors and what's <laughs> happening, what's been going on this year.、Uh, also, transparency from their side too, I think, is also very important. So if your product's not ready and it's you know it's not delivering what you've promised. Be honest with investors. Be honest with the public. I think that's also very important. That these billion-dollar valued companies are transparent. Yeah. Well, see, there are supposedly、uh, legal mechanisms or investment mechanisms in place, but are they shrewdly followed? I think there's. <laughs> yeah. Now, question. Also, there are these laws in place, but I think there's also naughty companies and naughty directors. You know, <laughs> so we have to keep an eye on them too. And that. Yeah. See, but is that going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> Probably、um, not. And and so we're talking about you know tightening the screws is po- if possible more supervision if possible also you know、uh, there are usually these you know very well known uh, uh, accounting companies as such who keep an eye and help these companies go public and、mm. hello what's been going on in your part in this part you know so there's a lot to naughty accountants too. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of naughty parties, yeah. and、uh, yeah, this is definitely one of those areas that a lot of money is going in, and a lot of returns are coming out, but not always. And we'll keep you updated in the tech unicorns 